Union of the Unwanted back January 9th, 2023. I had to pause myself right there. I almost said 2022. Uh, Charlie, take it away. Ricky's not here. Ricky's not here, so we brought my cat instead. My cat is filling in for Ricky. Nice. uh, Along with the great Steve Poikinen. What up, everybody? Well, it's it's a new year, but the same old bullshit. Um, Sam, I'm interested. How was your New Year's, guys? Come on! I uh, no, actually, I had a the day before New Year's, Sam. You'll appreciate this. We went to the Dirty at twelve thirty at the South Point. Okay, that's Uh, for those who don't know. That's a Show in Los Angeles where people Vegas. do filthy material. Yes, sir. And uh, and because it was the year-end show, they ran three headliners back to back to back. Ernst went up in the middle, crushed. It was great. It was awesome. It was more than I... It wasn't amateur hour on the road yet when we left. Like, all the good rookies waited to, to get drunk and drive the next day. So it was fantastic. Couldn't have asked for for uh, a better way to end the new year. We ate a bunch of mushrooms, had a lot of fun. Yeah. I spent Millennium New Year's in Las Vegas Ooh. in a nightclub. Definitely not. Um, so. Charlie is, is, is that like 99 going into 2000 or yes. 2000 going into yes. one? Okay. No, 99 going into 2000. I, spe- I specifically remember it was. 15 minutes till nine o'clock West coast. And I was like, listen, we need to get into wherever we're going. Let's get in before nine because I don't want to hear about Y2K. I don't want to hear about everything shutting down till tomorrow morning. We're here to party. We're here to have fun. I'm not here to worry about any of that stuff. So we immediately got into the place we were going at uh, a little bit before nine, uh, 9 PM. I saw Doogie Hauser, the actual Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Hauser rolling his balls in the bathroom of, uh, not his actual balls, but metaphorically speaking, um, maybe, you know, I've seen a guy at the Y roll his own balls, like, uh, showering, which was weird. He went up to the faucet, uh, to the sink that was only about three feet from the showers. And he started rolling his own balls. So I just want to tell you, you're, yeah. you're not alone. They do that at the YMCA. I used to be a member, and that's one of the reasons why I stopped going. It's fun to stay there, from what yeah. I hear. What they say? <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Sam. At, at the Dirty, they run promos on a big screen for like a half an hour while everybody's sitting in. The headshot that they have for you is like a solid twenty years old. <laughs> you look like a kid. It's, it's hilarious. So Everybody uses my old headshots. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Y2K, we all thought we were going to die. It was the end of, I don't know, because our clocks weren't going to work. And we are just like, why? Why? I'm sure you're just running around trying to bury bones into something before the end is near. Why didn't we use four digits instead of two? Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. And we should have woken up to that. And it's just like, it's the same game plan over and over and over again. So I don't know where you guys stand on this, but well, you know, if you know, know if, we're going to do year end review, but I put, I've been doing these reaction videos. I know. On, uh, <laughs> and some people love them. Some people don't. Sounds like there's mixed emotions on it, right? In this meeting. That's fine. But by the way, I've reached. Four million people in thirty days. I like it. Uh, was this on TikTok? 
No, no on Instagram. Instagram. On I like them. Really? You know, when it comes to like making like low effort content that is amusing and still able to get the shit out, I think it's good. It's like it's quick hits. You get out there, you get to see Sam, you get to see what he's watching, what he's reacting to. It's perfect. And then people can download them and insert other videos that you may be watching. So it's there's a very viral potential there for yourself. I'm the Mr. Bean of Instagram, just facial comedy. That's what I'm going for. But so I, I, one of the videos I put up was about the Challenger exploding. And, you know, there's a lot of people are very passionate about that. And one thing that I would say is like that story and you can dismiss it all you want, but it does sound exactly like Operation Northwood, by the way. I mean, like if you get into what Operation Northwood was going to do, it was there was they wanted to pin a war on Cuba. So they were going to, you know, present this big thing, which was these college students were going to go to this festival in Cuba to, to join this music festival. So they were going to send it into the air and then they were going to secretly land it and then put another plane in the sky and they were going to blow up the plane. Uh, sounds a lot like what happened to the Challenger. Also sounds a lot like what possibly could have happened on 9-11. So I'm just saying these lizards are very, very unoriginal. So, uh, which brings us back to Y2K, that they just keep using the same kind of fear tactic to get us into this heightened sense of anxiety in which we're way more manipulated. So, back to Y2K. So, I I, I remember that time period, um, 99 going to 2000, but in the year 2000, or not, in, in the year, uh, in the year 1996 or 1997, I was home from college and I was taking a nap on my parents' couch. I woke up uh, from a nap and I was in, in CNN headline news was on. And they, had, they ran two stories while I woke up. One was that uh, they had cameras on this 13-year-old kid with a bunch of, uh, uh, like, government officials around them, uh, around him, saying that this kid discovered the solution to the Y2K bug that computers couldn't calculate past a certain date. And I was like, oh, that's good. Um, and because it wasn't a widely known problem back in, you know, 1999, 97 at that point in time. And then the story they ran right after that was a man being arrested by the cops. Uh, he was arrested for speeding and the guy claimed that he was speeding to New York City in order to kill the Antichrist. And those, those two stories are right back to back. I woke up from a dream and I was like, those are two bizarre stories. I got to remember those. And I always remember, remember those stories for my entire life. And I couldn't, I can't go back and verify if what I remember is true, a different dimension, a different reality, or just a dream state. But when the millennium rolled around, I was like, I was telling my friends, they already have the solution to this. It's not a big deal. Some 13-year-old kid already had this. They must have, if that's true, if I remember what's true, if they suppressed the, the solution, hyped it up so a lot of tech firms can make a lot of money to ram up the economy and also cause fear. I completely agree and think that's what happened. Did the Antichrist steal the formula or something? I don't, what is, I, I don't, what was so the, that, was a, that was just an, a different story. So that's what CNN followed up headline news. They said, story one, 13-year-old kid solves Y2K bug. Story two, some guy was traveling to New York City to stop the Antichrist and he was arrested. 
It was like in there was maybe no the Antichrist was the one who was going to stop Y two K. Maybe you think about that or call. And if this was on HBO Go, the child would be a biracial black woman, mm-hmm. and the guy, the devil, the Antichrist would be Charlie Robinson, a, yeah, white, a white, white devil. Man. Yeah, white devil, and uh, hilarity would ensue. All the FBI agents would be sassy gays. And uh, that's kind of how the world is now, so, according to HBO. Then Go. they would dance. They would choreograph dance. dance. So yeah, Sam, they would cop rocks this shit. So Sam, when you posted the the Challenger conspiracy, and for anybody who doesn't know, um, like the, I guess the conspiracy is with the the, the Challenger explosion was that nineteen eighty five, eighty six, I eighty six, I believe. So the conspiracy is like a lot of those people that supposedly died. In, during the Challenger explosion, actually are alive, and that there's pictures, there's like updated pictures with them. Some are like professors or were professors. Um, and so when you posted that, what was the reaction you got from people? A lot of it was like, what? And then most of it debunked. That's my favorite. Debunked. Sorry, babe, debunked. And so they'll, they'll send you a link and they'll be like, here's this guy, debunked it. And like everything he does is debunking. So you're like, okay, you can't do everything can't get debunked. It's like, what do we talk? But it's very weird when there's a debunker of conspiracies, because conspiracies are a debunker of the original uh, of the original cons- like debunking reality, line, the official storyline, yeah. right? So it's like all you're doing is just the official storyline. So if your whole channel is just you debunking shit. It just, I don't trust you. Now, it's okay to have a conversation about, well, maybe you didn't get it right, and that's fine. But it's like to debunk everything. Are you saying there's no conspiracies? It's just ridiculous. So that's I, the whole thing. I've decided that when people start talking about the official story, the official version of 9-11, I always, I've flipped it around and I say, oh, you believe those conspiracy theories? <laughs> And they just, they don't know what to make of that because if you listen to like, oh, okay, so 19 Arab hijackers with box cutters, you know, hijacked these planes and flew them all around for 45 minutes and nobody shot them down or nobody did anything. Okay. That's a conspiracy theory, you know, and if you flip it around <laughs> it really that way, then, then they go, well, well, you can't honestly still believe that. That's a dumb, that's the dumbest story in the world. But in, the, but the, the, the challenger like- one's interesting. The first couple of minutes of James Corbett's like super short 9-11 documentary are basically that, just outlining the official narrative, rapid fire. Oh, I love when he does those. Straight faced, you know, I mean, and and just the expectation of the audience to to assume that that's real. You, you would never do that in a Hollywood film. You would never do that if you were outlining a book. And yet when it comes to the single largest attack on u.s soil in modern history we're all just supposed to go yeah no that's okay that makes sense yeah well because it's first it's the first story so if it's the first story then it's the only story when you well that's let's let's i mean we can apply this everything even this buffalo bills player situation and how all the story doesn't make any sense but but i want to get into i don't know if you guys watch netflix i'm desperately trying to find out if there's anything I can watch, like, like Ricky, who's not here. Was it Ricky that like 
suggested his dark material. I, I did. I tried to watch yep. it because I'm like, oh, the guy's on this thread. Thread. I love them. They they think like me. Okay. Well, it's like traumatizing. I can't. I can't watch the first season. Does it get better? Uh, so get- I, I I recommended it. It it does get better. It gets into like different. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I I think it's very well written and it wraps up very nicely. No, where are the kids okay in the first episode? I can't take it. It so that's the thing. It does involve the elite and the use of little kids. Now what they're using those little kids for is explained. And as this as the series goes on, it doesn't dwell on the use of little kids. It goes deeper into uh, the experimentations and like what, why the elite are using little kids. All right, all right. I get. I know. I know it, it's probably traumatizing for people who have little kids and don't want to see people in that situation. Yes, very much. When my daughter was real little like that, I couldn't watch. There was just a period of time I couldn't watch any of those things. I could, if it nope. was like a dateline or something that came on where somebody like broke into a house and abducted a little kid, I was like, I just can't, I can't yeah. watch it. Like, I, 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 you know, I could always watch it before. I mean, obviously, I'd, you know, just like as a fascination, but, but once it was like real personal to me, I was like, cause it makes me feel like, Oh, I don't know. It makes me envision like what would happen if it were if this was happening to me. It's like I I, I, I can't know, even I would lose my mind, food. and and so uh, I don't. But like I would lose it for the I would lose it the his dark but materials. The, like I I do recommend you guys watch it because uh, especially Sam because he would get a kick out of this. It involves a different perspective of reality, and it challenges uh, religious norms. Um, it's based upon a book that has been been banned um, in a lot of different countries, and it's very well thought out. It's got three seasons, and it seems to end very well. And a lot like it doesn't end like Game of Thrones, where it's like kind of like a, a disaster. This thing is well thought out, and you're like, oh, that's very clever how they how it's all tied together, and it kind of makes sense. And then you're like, wow, is that is this what is kind of going on today when you look at astrology? And how some people look at the the nature of maybe our soul recycling factory here. Yeah, I, just, I think. Go on. I just started rewatching Carnival, the HBO series from like I don't know, fifteen years ago or so, or something like that. And it's uh, it's set in the Dust Bowl in the Depression, but there is so much overlap with what's going on right now. It, I'd, I, if you haven't seen it or if you have seen it, but it's been a while and you've got time, I'd recommend revisiting that. Sam, do you watch Graham Hancock's show yet? I haven't. I'm going I to. I haven't either. I'm, I want to. I should. I need to. But I, ha- I just haven't. There's a lot going on with that. I've had people hit me up that there's a group of people that have tried to shut him down and not get his word out. It's very interesting. Um, but I, so, so the reason I brought up all this tell because i'm trying to watch something i'm trying to find something to watch and i kind of talked to this about this with steve when him and pasta came on my show but if there's this show about uh and i don't know if you guys see it, like don't answer the phone or don't pick up the phone mm-hmm. and it's basically about how this cop this fake cop would call up fast food restaurants and get the managers to do unholy shit to their female employees and the female employees 
and the and the manager would just go along with it under the guise of it's an authority. Well, within this show, you guys should check it out because it breaks down this this study that was done about why people follow authority even when it goes against their own will. And it's very it basically breaks down that most people do not have the ability to push back against authority. They just 80%. don't have it. But what is the what is the number Charlie? 80%? 80%, right? That's the this is the Milgram experiment experiment, right, Steve? Where the guy in the lab coat comes in with the clipboard and says, "Keep cranking that knob," and then there's yeah. the dude in the next room who's going, "Ow, ow, ow!" And then he, then he, and eventually he stops making any noise. And they're like, "Keep cranking it up! I told you, you're gonna mess up the whole study." And everyone's like, I, "But I don't want to." He's like, "Just do it." And the guy's fine. Crank. Nothing from the guy. Like the assumption is that, oh, you've murdered the guy in the next room, but <laughs> we're gonna tell you to keep doing it, and you'll keep doing it. And it, I'll tell you, after that. Then you go out and you go to, I don't know, the mall, and you go, oh, I understand. This all makes sense now. I'm dealing with, I'm in a sea of NPCs, you know, just a, just a, just a, a, a vast herd of dumb fucks everywhere. And you realize it, it's really not that complicated to control the majority <laughs> of society. You just tell people what to do, and a lot of them will do it. If you, if you, if you have confidence, we learned this we learned this in Las Vegas when we were like 19, 20 years old. We learned that if you act, if you dress like you belong there and you act like you belong there and you walk with authority, you can walk in the exit of the buffets and just grab a plate and start eating and no one will do anything to you. Because you but it, the minute you start to kind of look around and act a little bit suspicious, it's over. So if you just act the part you can get away with whatever you want. You know, for, you know, obviously we were just 19 years old trying to not pay for the buffet, but just extrapolate that out and, and go to Washington DC with it and all the things that they're up to. You know? I completely agree. It's like, you are asking for people to like, cause I think if people think in deep, deep, deep into their psyche, if they question anything, everything collapses around them. Yeah, I th I think so. Like, uh, just uh, as related to the 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 NFL situation with the collapse on the field, and then the the media response to that. Just in my own life, on my own Facebook, and I have primarily on my Facebook, mostly I would say Democrat leaning. I might even say liberal leaning, Democrat supporting people, and I have noticed an uptick in people in their forties having strokes and getting cancer. Um, and it's there's like there's no mention of like uh, the normalcy of it, and it just kind of started happening probably about nine to twelve months ago, where there has been an uptake. Oh, this person got a stroke. This guy we're having a fundraiser. This person got a stroke, and then this person got cancer. And relatively, you know, young dudes like people in their mid forties that this is happening to, and people are just kind of carrying on. Then we had this NFL situation where young dudes are falling down and I don't want to say it's just guys, but that's what we're currently seeing because that's who primarily play professional athletics. So, and then the backlash against that is like, well, just the situation that Charlie talked about, the majority of the people are involved in this. So they have to convince themselves that they're not responsible and that they're just doing what they're told. It's very interesting because, you know, we just had a player collapse in an old dominion game. Yeah. And you see the players on the court 
like going, oh my God, because like this thing with the, the, the Buffalo Bills guy, and you know, we have a lot of people analyzing every moment of this, and, and I, I'd rather have that than not. But, you know, like this woman, you know, there's a picture of Haslin doing like the hard thing. It is bad. And like they're talking about how like he nothing's hooked up to him. There's nothing. He's got his oxygen thing. None's hooked up. None of the monitors are on. None's going. On. So I don't know at what point he's le- he could be like, hey, man, take it out. We're leaving. He, he left today. He left today. Yeah. So we don't know what at what point that that picture is taken. Meaning, maybe that's why none of the monitors are on. Maybe that's why he's not hooked up to anything. We don't know what that moment is. But I I, I appreciate asking those questions. But the I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but the minute you start to go, hey, this could be a result of the vaccine. Immediately, people are stepping in. People that I've never known for being big football fans. People I've never known that are in the middle of the argument on whether what's going on with the vaccine. Suddenly, are stepping in and telling me that my eyes are lying to me that this was just a hit. And I've watched enough football to know when people get hit hard, they don't get right up if they're not okay. And that wasn't. By NFL standards, that was not a hard hit. It was not a hard hit. It was a hit on a guy on his in his shoulder pads. So now we have the discussion, and someone brought this up, that uh, 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 if it happened once, that's one thing. But the fact that they had to do it to him again, to revive him again, means that the, the notion that the hit caused it th- probably isn't true. But now everybody's quiet on that. And now they're already trying to move on. And and I'm going to be honest with you, the reaction of the NFL to what happened there is very shocking to me because, sadly, we have watched football. For, I've been watching football since I, I, I was with I mean, my, I'm, my kids are two. We watch football together now. They love watching football. They love watching basketball. So they're watching it. From a very and they're girls, but I was I was back in the day when girls didn't watch sports and guys watched it to bond with their fathers. So I've been watching hits forever, and I've seen bad hits. I've seen hard hits. Those people don't get right up. He was getting up to celebrate, and something happened, and he fell right back down. But the reaction to it was so uniformed across all these different mediums, whether it was or, or outlets. Whether it was Sports Center, uh, the news, the morning shows, whatever, it was all the exact same talking points. And that's when I go, that's when you should be worried when they everyone has the exact same talking point. Yep. It's happened with uh, the, what, Iraq the, War one and two? <laughs> yeah. The that condition that they were referring to. I forget the exact name. Komodo the Harry Potter Sp- spell. Yeah. That now, the komodo. If we're being totally and completely transparent and honest, I can remember seeing that one time. It wasn't in football, it was in hockey. I watched Chris Pronger get drilled in the chest in the 99 playoffs and go down like a sack of potatoes. So I know it's possible, okay? And I believe that it's vaccine related. It's my belief. I'm not a doctor. I believe it's vaccine related, but 
I I recognize that it is possible it could be the other thing too, the Harry Potter spell. Well, that's the whole thing. Because it is it. possible. That's all right. I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah. The other side will not grant you that possibility that the vaccine is is a potential thing. That even if it's one percent, you know, they, look if they're if you're being honest, you got to you got to throw it in there until until somebody says it's that, that it's not a possibility. I'm not saying you know you, you're allowed to say that it was it was not caused by the vaccine, but if you try to tell me that that it is unreasonable for me to ask that question, then it makes me feel like you are not actually following the science that you are the one that's dug in you know that the other side you're the ones that are dug in to this narrative it can't be the vaccine it's not the vaccine no matter what you say it's not the vaccine i trust the science well if it's science let's just let the science determine what it was but they won't allow you that i'll grant them that it could be the other thing because like i said i've seen it i don't think that's what it was and it wasn't a sharp hit to one particular side it was a it was a helmet to the shoulder pads i mean the 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 hockey one had to be so big that you remember it right i mean like it had to be a monster hit i thought he he was he was it was a power play i remember it It was it was a power play and chris pronger was down in the box kind of trying to get a he was on the on offense he was trying to get a deflection and try and maybe you know muscle something in there and he caught one right in the sternum and went straight down we're talking about an all-star player a, 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 I think a hall of famer now at this point a bit like a big name guy so I, like it, it can happen but that scenario is so different than the one that we saw in Cincinnati it's just well, it's Dr. Drew is very interesting he, he's a friend I'd say he's acquaintance I, I, I really love him he's you know when you have conversations with him he's a very honest guy and you know he's gone through he's always had uh, a pushback to the official narrative and to the point where I think it probably was getting him in trouble with any kind of boards and stuff like that. But he 100% had this woman on who was t- talking numbers. She goes, before this, we've had, we average about 29 heart attacks a year in pro athletes across the board in everywhere. Like in the last three years, we're up to like sixteen hundred. Yeah, we're talking like insane numbers. So, I mean, what what are we talking about? I think we played on the show uh, a number of John Lynch's biggest hits mm. with the you know the safety, um, just like Mar Hamlin, and we showed the kind of hits that John Lynch delivered. And, you know, the the way that it worked out for both players and compared and contrasted that to the regular football hit that Hamlin received Um, the the heart hand emoji thing, the heart hands thing is branding now. And it was branding. They already had matching T-shirts day one like that. that alone should have people asking a couple of questions. Now I, I tweeted out a little bit ago, like because now it's an emoji. I, I don't know if it was an emoji before. I really honestly don't. But G- Hamlin- Dana, Dana, the peanut gallery here uh, off camera uh, likes to do fact checking on my shows when I'm forced to do them from home. And she is trying to say me based on what, what the media has been telling her. <laughs> Well, I 
doing like, the emoji. Okay, so it, like for the people pushing back against the the vaccine uh, cause for the NFL death uh, or death or cardiac arrest, I should say. Um, just look at what the vaccine was authorized to do. It was authorized under emergency use to stop the spread and prevent sickness. It didn't do either, um, yeah. at least not to a significant percentage. So uh, if you're judging by that criteria for success, success uh, it failed in both those. And so if it's such a failure of a product, based upon their own criteria for use, uh, why why would you not suspect uh, a defective product not to be the cause of an overwhelming number of injuries? How dare you inject reason and logic into this? I'm sorry. If I, if I deployed software with this track record, you'd be fired from the job. If you For pro- sure. If you promised software would do X, Y, or if you promised, hey, this, this antiviral software is going to protect you from all viruses. It's going to find it. You're not going to infect anybody else. And then it turns out, it's like, well, it didn't get all the viruses and you did infect a lot of people, but at least you didn't have to take your PC in to get repaired. I'd still be fired and because that was never in the criteria. It never says in the contract, at least you won't be going to the hospital. <laughs> so it's just all bullshit semantics to save their own ass. Well, isn't there a woman in prison right now because she made a claim that she discovered how to test blood instantly and it, true, it turned out she wasn't doing that. Yes, so it's Elizabeth Holmes, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting, Charlie. You're so, going to say something. I'm sorry to cut again, you off. Again, I want to say, as somebody that, that my background is professional sports, professional mm-hmm. sports uh, media, own a co-owner of a company that does media training for pro athletes to get them on camera to be better for the general managers, coaches, scouts, media, get them into broadcasting and all of that stuff. I'd like to remind people that every single year, if it's baseball, it happens in spring training. If it, you know, wherever before the season starts, these guys for insurance purposes are put through a battery of tests, including EKGs. If there were heart issues, they would have been detected early on and they would have been, um, they would have been an issue with them getting medical, medical clearance. They wouldn't have been allowed to play because they have to be insured. So you, you, for, for those that say, well, these things are, you know, this just this is just this just happens. No, this stuff gets stopped. If you have a heart condition, it gets it gets figured out early on, and you're not allowed to. I mean, they they'll nullify your contract right. over this. You know, if you drop dead from a heart condition that your doctors, uh, you know, found and said, you, you well, you wouldn't because your the doctors would say we can't medically clear this guy. I, I mean, because you're going to get sued if something bad happens to him and now what we've got, like you said, Sam, what's the number 1600 plus soccer players, basketball players, referees, all of these people take physicals before they start. They all have to go through that process. They have to be fit. They, that, that those records are kept. They are, they are scrutinized as we just saw Sam in the, in the Correa deal. They went back to 2014 to look at his ankle from a, from a broken leg that he had eight years ago. And they used that to nullify a contract with the San Francisco giants. So if they found a heart issue with these guys, they would say, I can't clear them. I'm not getting sued. This organization doesn't want to get sued. If something bad happens, you're probably going to be fine, man. But God forbid you have a heart attack while you're out there on the pitcher's mound. 
we're going to get sued and that's going to be bad. How long before they blame it all on long COVID and say that that's a pre-existing condition and you can't play sports if you've, I mean, I, where's that headed? Because obviously taking the shot could lead to, I mean, doesn't vac- vaccination now count as a pre-existing condition? Hmm. Ooh, I, don't I know. mean, we're going to see that. That's uh, that's interesting. Lindsay, welcome to the show Lindsay's real quick before the, we go the on. Show. Wanted to walk on. the show. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you guys have talked about so far, but it's very clear in the aggregate that something is wrong. And I was saying the same thing Steve is saying, you know, that the people who are in denial about this are just going to say that it is long COVID. You had COVID at some point. That's what messed your heart up. And now you're dying from that. And it's just going to be, it seems to me like it'll be easy for them to continue to deny that this experimental medication had any negative effects on anybody. Um, I mean, they're dragging this thing out. Uh, as long as they, the longer they drag, the more people are going to uh, move on from it. And if you haven't been affected by it, you're just going to move on. And it sucks because I'm, I've lost a lot of friends. I mean, Dana and I produce a show at the world famous comedy store. We've been doing it for six years. And, uh, they used to put our names on the marquee all the time. They don't do that anymore. But even if they did, we, we haven't been able to put our names up on the marquee because we've lost so many people. I mean, every week there's a new name on the marquee of someone who's no longer with us. Now, not all of them are heart attacks. Some of them are suicides. Some of them are ODs. But I'm sorry, and I got crap for this on uh, Twitter the other day. Because there's this girl from 1FC, uh, this 18-year-old girl. She's an MMA, MMA fighter. Both of her sisters are world champions, and she's no longer with us. The wording makes you think it was um, a suicide, the way the family worded it. You know, check in on your family and all that stuff. But we don't, we don't really know. But even if it was suicide, I've said this before. The, when Bill Gates is talking about you know, getting the population down. Uh, I don't think he really cares about how it happens. And economic pressures and social pressures high. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose people who don't want to deal with it anymore. So that's all part of the numbers as well. And so the 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 dismissing of that is just ridiculous. So this all plays. Oh, you're moving the goalposts. No, I'm not. I've been talking about this forever. They don't care how they get rid of us as long as they get rid of us because it's all a depopulation agenda. Teen suicide has skyrocketed. There's going to be an entire generation of young men who, may, at least according to the people who are looking at the, the Pfizer documents that are being released in 55,000 lot batches once a month that uh, Naomi Wolf's team is coming through. There's going to be a generation of young men that are sterile. What do you think? That's I mean, psychologically, what what's that going to do to at least you know a significant portion of them? Uh, this it, is also it's, sorry. No, go ahead, please. Well, it's the economic situation they're setting up too, which is also quite intentional. And we've all been talking about, I think, for a few years too, the destroying of the food production facilities and the slaughtering of animals because you know because they might have. 
a flu or something, which I've never understood. They're like, so a flock of chickens is many thousand deep. You're just going to slaughter them in case one of them gets a flu, which would kill it and maybe kill some others, but might not kill them all. So let's kill them all. And like what? So that maybe a person handling them might not get a flu that most likely would not really do much besides lay them out for like a week. That's why we're going to starve everybody. We're going to starve everybody so that some guy might not have a flu once or twice in his life. Like this is the reasoning and people just buy it, I guess, and go along with it. Uh, I've been, people have been asking, you know, like, why are the eggs so goddamn much lately? And I'm like, because your government's killing fucking chickens and they've been doing it for years and it's catching up with us now. Uh, and there's not enough eggs for everybody. And so the, the supply is down. And they're also at the same time making these laws, like in Colorado right now, they've said that you can't sell eggs unless they're cage free or something. And which is cool. I hope chickens are cage free. I think that'd be awesome. I think it's sick to put that right on top of everybody's economic situation that you created and add stress to that at the same time that people are like literally starving and have to choose between whether or not they're paying their bills or buying food or, you know, what's going on. And people are going to kill themselves, like you said, Sam, because of those types of things too. So all of it, all of it is meant to happen at once to just overload people. You can't think about whether or not the vaccine is killing people or it's long COVID killing people if you don't even know if you can get food tomorrow. You know, it's just as confusing and stressful as possible. I concur. I agree 100%. And it just goes back to what Malcolm X and, and the Unabomber said. And like, I don't know, I just did an interview. Kill Whitey? <laughs> yeah, with, um, yeah. For sure. <laughs> and uh, no effects. Um, this I just did an interview on uh, Zero, and it was basically with a guest that was telling me that um, that what what uh, the Unabomber went through as a child was like so much trauma. I'm I'm not even talking about what happened at college. I'm talking about what happened when he was six months old. Irene Lyon is her name. She was a great great guest. I'm gonna get her on. Uh, Tim Fulham, if you guys ever need a guest, she is awesome. And she was telling me that at six months old, the hospital took the ba- took him as a baby and strapped him in for seven days without his family because he had these like uh, like itchy scratching marks all over him. He couldn't stop scratching himself. And he was never the same after that. Never the same after that. And, you know, he grows up and he writes this manifesto and he says something that sticks with me, which is, you know, elite liberals are the most dangerous animal. And this is combined with Malcolm X on the planet. And it's like this desire to save planet Earth while simultaneously destroying humanity is like madness. It's real madness. And it comes from the fact that there is a group of people born into wealth that have so much privilege that they seek out pain and suffering. They fight windmills all the time. They're di- These rich kids are Don Quixote and they're fighting windmills, man. That's all they're doing. They're fighting these windmills in which there's no way to know if you ever really win. And if you do find out if you win, it's probably too late and you lost. That's the my humble society point. that they're coming from the irony is that 
they're in a broken society. It's, you know, this is happening in San Francisco. This is happening in New York City, Seattle, Portland. All those rich liberal elites want to go out and save the world. They just can't get their own shit fixed, though. 100%. I mean, look around San Francisco. I just did an episode called The New Streets of San Francisco, where I just broke down like the San Francisco Board of Directors. Fuck, Steve knows all about this. He's been living next to these lunatics for a long, long time. It's like the good news is, or the bad news is, your city is destroyed. The good news is it didn't get hit by a comet. It just got hit by by a, a particular ideology that screws up it screws up everywhere they go. And if I didn't know any better, and if I didn't have my tinfoil hat on, I would think that they were doing it on purpose, Right. Because it's almost like you couldn't do such a shitty job if you weren't trying. I mean, like, to to fuck up every aspect of San Francisco. I mean, the school system's a disaster. There's open-air shooting galleries. You you are fined four times more money if you get caught with your dog taking a shit on the sidewalk than if you yourself take a shit on the sidewalk. Four times more. So every component of it is backwards. And I just look at it and I go... You're going to lecture us about saving the world? Are you out of your mind? Who the fuck do you think you are? Take a look around. You guys aren't doing a very good job with San Francisco. And you're going to, you're going to, Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom, these people, Gavin Newsom's going to be the president of the United States one day. You think so? I do think so. He looks like it, doesn't he? I mean, he, he sure does. It. He's built for it. Don't discount that. I know that I'm sounds crazy. And that's right no now. qualification, of course, in reality, in, in, the, in, a, in, a, in a world run on logic and reason, it would be no qualification. But in our fucked up universe, he looks the part and he's connected. He's related to the Pelosi's. You know, he's got that whole thing. He's got Getty money. You watch. That dude's going to be president in 10 years, 12 years, whatever. He's happy happy to lie about anything at all, even when he's Uh, caught in the act. So that's a good point. That's all you really need. So he's got that great is there so going to be another whispering. lockdown with the uh, the XBB that's coming out? Well, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on the Jim the Jim Fa- Jimmy Fallon. Oh, singing. we shit all over it this morning, Sam. It was so much fun. This it is the only so thing fun. you need to know about this dance is that at some point he just does this for no reason for and no then just keeps reason. dancing. <laughs> You're like, well, okay, there it is. Pure propaganda. <laughs> is that a is that a is that a blink twice? Can you if find it? Maybe yeah, I'm gonna put it up on hold so hostage. Charlie can see it. Yeah, I'll see I, if I can put it on screen. I sent the rogue, and he was like, "Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same thing as the Japanese guy that they replaced the one that they just killed, right? Abe? Yeah, they killed the guy and then they put in the new guy. And the new guy is like his one of, you know, early speeches. And he's like, blah, 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 new world order, blah, blah, blah. It's like, there you go. We don't need to hear anything else. Funny how we, that know, works. we know where your allegiances are. It is. Wouldn't it be funny ben if they did a lockdown, next. but only the people in the Democratic <gasps> cities agreed to it and everyone else just pretended like that wasn't happening, just said, we're not doing this? Like, I think it's going to be so hard. They... They've Half been the trying locked. to bring back mass in LA every other week. They're like, we might have to bring it back. And everyone's like, no nope. kiss sticks, dog kiss sticks. Okay. We're not going to uh, bring back. Any- can you play it? Yeah, I can play it. You want, you want to hear it? You want to hear this amazing yeah. song? You, I won't be able, I won't be able to share the video, but you'd be able to hear the, the amazing song. 
But yeah, go for it. Here it is. There was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next. But this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5. Another friend of COVID-19 has arrived. It's a new strain, but it isn't the same. Sounds more like Elon Musk, his name. It's XBB.1.5. When you're inside a facility, it could be a robot from a Star Wars trilogy. It's XBB.1.5. Who gives a shit? People, who gives a fuck? And normal people just watch that and are like, yeah, this is, is that still the roots? That's the backup band? <laughs> yeah. I, that's I, the roots. That's Questlove on drums. Uh, and, and and apparently the B-52s as well, it sounds like. Yeah, but they were, I mean, he was doing the, the Fred Schneider B-52s impersonation there, but... Oh, Fred Schneider should sue his ass. Yeah, I would. No, but do you think that anyone the B-52s doesn't agree with what he's singing? Does that... No, probably. Yeah. That's that seem the like problem. a band that'd be like, hey, I'm not for lockdowns. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a trumper. <laughs> No, no, you think Fred Snyder's like a trumper? <laughs> I'd like Make America great again. <laughs> That'd be great if Fred Snyder uh, was a Make America. Came out and he was just full MAGA. <laughs> full MAGA. Let me tell you about the tunnels <laughs> under the pizza place. Rome, if you <laughs> want to. It is. It is super shocking that it's so obvious because that this. I mean. What Steve Carell did is uh, not Steve Carell, but Steve um, Corbert. Co Stephen Colbert. Colbert, yeah. Stephen Colbert. He's pure garbage, right? I mean, he's Podesta's okay. best friend. Yeah. But like that was in the middle of it. Like to sing it now when it's like with all of the information coming out, and it's just, it's just like I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on like I, we're just in a war with algorithms right now. People's algorithms are straight up lying to them about what is going on in the world. Their algorithms are hiding all this information from them. Oh, you don't need to know that. Oh, where's Kanye's dude symbol looks like a swastika. Ah! You know, and like nobody's talking about all the drops that are happening. How the Pfizer, the European CEO of Pfizer is like, we didn't test it on human beings. None, you, they, none of them know that. No. I, I check in with my Facebook. That's how I know that once Biden got into the office, I saw none of my friends post about anything political. It 90% it went down. They were no longer talking about Black Lives Matter. They are very, uh, very few of them are talking about LGBTT, whatever. Uh, they're not talking about COVID. Like the biggest lockdown freaks, the people that were calling for like my death because I didn't get vaccinated. They have shut up about all that stuff. And now they're getting ready to go on vacation. They're talking about what they did for Christmas, all that kind of stuff. None of the th things that we, we touch on is not ever going to enter their world because they do not seek it out and it's not being fed to them. Yeah. That's a good that, point. That, that, and I, I just did, I haven't even put it out yet. It'll be out in like a week and a half, but an episode on, on the Twitter files and that, that direct, I mean, we all knew. I mean, so on, on the one hand, if you're in the alternative media or you like alternative media content, you, you knew that the, the feds were involved with Twitter and you knew that they were silencing any, any, anybody, you know, 
that was uh, center or or right. You know, we knew that, but to see it for the normies to be like, oh shit, like here it is, and here's the receipts, and the FBI had a had a had a one-way channel that like basically they just sent directly their messages that which turned into spreadsheets of people to just delete these accounts. And Twitter was like, yep, go ahead, done, 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 you know, and and, and then you find out, oh, it's not just the FBI, it's DHS, the CIA, ODNI, and you go, holy shit. I mean, everybody had a had a of a, a a backdoor to Twitter. And it's like, yeah, and guess what? It's not just Twitter. That's the beginning. They even admit in there that Pinterest has the FBI involved with them. Pinterest. So like the information is being I got kicked curated. off of Etsy. <laughs> what were you selling? I know. I just sure get kicked off of Etsy. I can't I mean that this is 360 information control. And we're crazy for pointing this. People out. like, do you think it's worse at, at Facebook or Google? I'm like, Facebook is LifeLog, which is a Pentagon program, and Google got all this, got all this uh, seed money from CIA dummy corporations. Of course it is. I mean, like, dude, you're crazy. It's I all mean, DARPA all the way down. It, yeah. Oh yeah, and Amazon. Like everyone's like, can you believe Amazon doesn't pay taxes? Oh, uh, why would the U.S. <laughs> government pay taxes to itself? <laughs> it's one hundred percent. It's part of the U.S. government. That's what it is. It's not. It's like it sounds like it's an Indian. Like a Jeff Bezos worked so hard. You're like, no, he didn't. His grandpa gave him something to run with. Well, they threw everybody off by providing actually excellent customer service so nobody assumed it was the government running that yeah, yeah for sure for sure i will say this yeah. about so about the uh, the information being fed over to the people who just do not get the information when it comes to like the vaccines so in in my personal life i would say the majority of the people that i know are vaccinated um i recently talked to a good friend of mine who was initially super pro-vaccine, married to a person in the, the medical field and was obviously being fed information, like, you got to get vaccinated, you got to get vaccinated. Well, he, he, he called me up and we talked. And he says, I don't want to sound anti-vaccine, but I don't think I'm going to get any more. Because uh, he, he had to preface that. And he's like, he knows what kind of show I do. He listens every now and again. And it's like, I don't think you're anti-vaccine. I think you're just being reasonable. You're a healthy guy. You're in your 40s. You probably don't need a flu shot, do you? You probably don't need these. And he felt reassured that I, he knows I don't, I'm not going to think he's crazy, but I think there's more people out there that are just not going to get more COVID-19 vaccines. They're just not going to tell anybody about it. They're just going to quietly dip out, not reference the past as much and just try to move on, forgive and forget is what I think their philosophy is. He needed your support and you gave it to him. I, that's actually really beautiful. I hope more of us can be that for people if they haven't completely cut us out. Um, but it's hard because, you know, people who are on whatever side in their little bubbles, and I hope that we all can get out of our bubbles more too and and just uh, at least know what people are thinking and feeling outside of it. But they, you can bring them information and uh, they'll just reject it, right? So when someone was asking me early on, like why I wasn't going to get this vaccine and I was like, well, I don't get any vaccines and, you know, there's a lot of reasons why and I'm happy to share them with you. And 
you know, they kind of asked me some questions. We had some conversation and by the end, they were just the same thing that we always see. They're like frustrated and angry and they just want to call you names and tell you to shut up and go away. Uh, and I was like, you know, if you want, I'll put together like a document of all these things and you can go through it at your own pace and you can just look and see what you think about it. Cause that's probably the best way to decide anything in the world is to see what you think about the, the data and the information. And they were like, yeah, you know, I guess if you send it to me and I sent and I have it still and it's a just a vaccine document, it's all sources that are .gov. It's from court cases. It's all from peer-reviewed journal articles. 100% of it, none of it is just opinion pieces or news pieces or anything. It's all like primary documents and all of this, the best shit you can get. And I send that to them. Nothing. I ask a little later, like, did you look at any of that? Like, no, I'm not going to. I'm just going to get the vaccine. I'm like, well, (laughs) so even send me that. Yeah, I'll be happy to share it with anybody. Um, it's an awesome just list of of documents. Uh, but that's the kind of thing too. And this, so a similar group of people, uh, we one day made the the rule that we can no longer talk politics. Uh, and what they mean is you can't talk about anything that is social, even right. You can't talk about anything really of importance. And I'm like, I think that's insane. I think it's insane to take any topic off the table, but I'm willing to respect your boundaries. And when I'm around you, I won't bring up politics. But those same people will actually bring up stuff as long as it's like, right? They might be like, did you see that Jimmy Fallon XBB dance of wasn't it great or something? And you're like, well, isn't that politics now? Like, so you can bring it up and you can put your stuff out. Yeah, but I can't. They talk about no outside issues, and I've discovered that that really means anything from conservative side because they'll bring up <laughs> they'll bring up uh, liberal, and I'm an old school liberal, but they'll bring up progressive outside issues, and nobody nobody pushes back on it. But the minute you go the other side, there's a there's an issue, and it and it just sucks, man. It just really suck. I know people that are like anti COVID are. are uh, uh, you know, COVID vaccine, but they're totally open-minded to all the other vaccines because they've been uh, they've been around for longer. They've worked it out more, and you're just like, well, they still can't be held accountable for if something goes wrong with them. You can't sue them. That should make you so nervous. But it just, they just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just crazy out there, and it's just like the the mental gymnastics that must be done. It's just it's just dangerous. Like there are people out there that are dangerously stupid, dangerously. It's getting worse every day. (laughs) And you know why? Somebody, somebody, uh, I posted a meme that somebody sent me, which was like, "It's not getting crazier; it's just getting more obvious." And that's really what's going on. It's they're they're having reactions, and I bet you a lot of these people that are just furious with the notion that the vaccine could have caused the Buffalo Bills player to have a heart attack, got the vaccine, are just so scared that they're next. Yep. Yeah. And they don't know. I don't know how you don't run down to some cardiologist and get your heart looked at. Yeah. Well, did I, you I see think this? that's part of it. Did you see that research that's coming out now where they're showing evidence of your brain's uh, internally destroying itself, basically, and and becoming sponge-like? And they actually can see the, um, oh, God, I'm going to, like, not remember the correct words, but dendrites maybe or something are, like, gathering this d- dead tissue around it, basically. And they can show that it, uh, it isn't 
virus related and they can show that it is mRNA related. And so is, it's crossing is that, the is that blood, pri- blood prions in the brain. Is that what you're? It's, it's so, not prions. Like no. It's yeah. similar though, right? Because those also well, cross the blood, blood brain barrier. Spike on your brain tissue is what it is. Amy Kelly, who does leads the research team for Naomi Wolf, she's been on the show a handful of times, and this is like what she's specifically in charge in of is collating all of the data that the other 3500 researchers come through and she's in charge of all of them and then she comes or goes around and explains it and uh at every barrier in your body blood brain blood anything any blood barrier in your body the way that she basically described it is like um well the way that my head interpreted it is remember the center of the earth drilling device in the james bond movie that's that's what the spike proteins are doing to every blood barrier in your body is they're just boring right through it and then it's just opening yep yeah and then gathering anywhere whether it's your reproductive organs or your brain everything in between that's what they're doing so when we're noticing that people honestly seem stupider and they're also connecting this to like if we've seen people who we know who seem to have changed a lot they're like well yeah brain damage causes random changes in your personality so we've all been talking about this for again a few years right and we're like i don't know it seems like people changed like it seems like they can't handle certain things or their personality is actually affected by this and your memory is and your ability to uh, use your cognitive you know, higher sort of reasoning, all of that is impacted by this and we can show it physically now. We have the physical evidence of it, but it's again, you can show it to whoever and they're, they don't want to admit that they killed themselves. So yeah. Charlie, I, 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 I interrupt you. So in the SPARS scenario, the, uh, the study put out, uh, I forget, who was this? John Hopkins did this? Yes. I got it up on the screen. It looks like we're on chapter nine of this. Okay, so the the it goes from uh, 2025 to 2028 in their fictional scenario, right? So you take that and you just that time frame and you just move it down a couple years and drop it right on 2020, right? And then you just use that as the benchmark and and we're right at that. So what's part. going on? We're right at the part where um, the vaccines had been rolled out. The uh, first wave of uh, slight deaths start to happen and changes to people, but it's it's kind of subtle and nobody's really sure one way or the other. And now we're in the phase where it becomes undeniable, where everyone gets sponge brain because it was in this fictional scenario. It's built on a, a bovine vaccine base in order to jumpstart the production of the vac- vaccine. They want to get it out to market as soon as possible. They use an emergency use authorization. They use the media. They use wrappers. They use every, they do the same thing that we got. You take a look at, you read that 80-page SPARS document and just put 2020 in there in place of 2025, and it sounds like you're reading a news report from what you just went through. And the, the shitty part is that we're about to get to the part in the document where it becomes just completely and utterly undeniable what's happening. And, and then the general public turns on the government 
yeah. in a way that's that they they don't do normally and it gets very chaotic and so this document is to prep the media and the pharmaceutical industries for how they're going to react when this happens because it's got to be a joint effort between the two of them so that's the the mission of this spars pandemic uh document and what is their reaction you have reaction sam reacting to you what you're saying what's that what 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 do they do what does the government and the pharmaceutical companies do together? they 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 say you can't sue us because we have this law that says you can't sue us but what we'll do is we'll create this new organization and we'll fill that new organization with a bunch of money and we'll let you sue it and then you and then the people sue that and they drain it of all the money and the government says we'll put more money in and then the head of the FDA the head of the CDC the head of the Fauci character and all of the media influencers that were a part of this are all basically banished from society and then the simulation ends there so you don't know really what happens to them what? that's how it ends and and I'm telling you right now, it's not identical. It's not identical, but no. it, there are so many similarities down to the to the the fake Twitter hashtag that they used. Hashtags vaccine saves. Used it in spars. Used it in real life. The fiction. The rap group. You know the fictional rapper BZ. What did we get? Run DMC. What did we get? Juvenile back that vax up. Mm-hmm. Same fucking thing, man. I mean, it, they're following a playbook, unfortunately. I'll fight everybody, bro. <laughs> Sucks. I don't want it to be true. I don't want, I want it to be fictional. Yeah. But like, it, and I'm not saying that it is going to happen the way, but I'm just saying that like, based on where we are in this story, it's like, it's pretty, un, it, it's disturbingly accurate. I'll just put it like that. So. It's it, so it's, it's, it goes beyond like the health, and then it's like, well, you have family members you have to take care of; they they no longer can work, and then you have those jobs not being fulfilled, so the economy gets smaller and smaller, and we live basically in a depression where the people that aren't vaxxed they're obligated to help family members who were, and so there are less resources being consumed. So either way. It looks like Bill Gates is winning in the World Economic Forum because there's going to be less people uh, working, less people traveling to work and consuming resources so they get one version of their goal accomplished. I mean, I'm with you, man. I I, I don't know, man. I, 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 guess I, I, I guess I will always have hope. I do too. Yeah. And uh, it depends on how optimistic you want to be. <laughs> Well, I mean, the question becomes, who do you want to save, right? And I, my question is, I can't save anybody. My my answer is, I can't save anybody. I really can't. I would love to. I have people in my family that I care for more than life itself. And they just flat out basically said I was a crazy person, joined in on the village, call me the village idiot, and ran around like Paul Revere yelling that the vaccine's coming. You got to get it. So I can't save anybody. And I, you know, there's a saying like, don't worry about waking up sheep, wake up to sleeping lions. I'm like, I'm not even going to worry about the lions. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just going to worry about 
people who listen to our shows, people that will listen to me, if you listen to me and go, hey, man, I, this, this, this is it, but, and, and you didn't do it, that's who I care about. I, I, I love my family so much. I, they care, but it's like there was a giant pushback on me to the point I had to call people I loved and explain to them, like, why would I be a scumbag? Do, like, I'm doing this to help people. Why would I be a scumbag and try to just, like, they, they, they don't get it. Like, I really, I, I, I don't want to be right. Like, I wish I was wrong. I wish that 19 hijackers pulled off the greatest avi aviation uh, feat of all time and were able to pinpoint a plane into two buildings that that pilots who flown for 30 years said they couldn't even do. I wish that was true. I wish. I wish. But it's not. It's not. Okay? I wish that Russians had hacked our election. It didn't happen. I wish that some crazy guy sent anthrax to the White House. I wish, but it didn't happen like that, okay? This is what I wish, but it didn't. So if there's this common thing, if the people who are constantly telling you that this official narrative happened are the same people who always get all the money and all the power, you have to really ask yourself, do they really have your best interest if they're always getting what they want in the end of these fucking ridiculous psyops? So I think the bright side and uh, I think the optimism here is that you have to believe that they are super competent to roll Less something. people on the road. Like well, that too. Yeah, as you showed in your uh, Instagram. Um, like you have to believe that they're super competent to pull something like this off if it was a kill shot, which I don't believe it was. Um, and if you listen to like Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, if you remember the vaccines had to be refrigerated to like a super low temperature, but then that no longer became a news story and they rolled it out anyways because, well, they have stockpiles that they got to get rid of and it's going to cost them money if they just discard them. It looks like there's certain areas of the country that got more of a quote unquote hot shot than other parts of the country where maybe the, the, the vaccines absolutely had no uh, effect whatsoever, but then you have like that story. What up in the uh, up in New England, where three cops died within a couple days of each other, all different yeah. causes. But the catalyst or the amplifier could have been a vaccine that was much more potent in that general area. Amplifier is a great word, man. That's a that's the perfect word for what we see happening. It is amplifying it, whatever Every your underlying conditions are. It amplifies it. Uh, my sister-in-law had blood clots in her lungs, not but like a couple months ago, and it was traumatic. And she's like, why? Why? She's like, she's, she's like in her early 40s. Why was this happening? And what the doctors said, it was most likely due to birth control. But I think that the vaccine just amplified what the birth control may have done, could have done. It made it worse. It just makes things worse. It like it, it grabs a hold of something and then it just cranks it up, and uh, it just let loose in the population. Rates. Yeah, cancer rates are 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 going up, and everyone's playing the same game of I don't know what this is. It, it must be global warming or racism. Literally calling no, it turbo global cancer. racism. Tur turbo <laughs> cancer. Yeah, like a four. Cancer's not scary enough. Now you've got to get turbo cancer. I prefer yeah. my cancer air-cooled. 
It is really crazy. I do have this weird hope as well that, you know, the human body is just amazing and that like you can plan all you want. You can send this out all you want and, and it's going to get some people. And then there's also going to be a ton of other people that it doesn't touch or it doesn't get, or they, we adapt to it somehow. Or, you know, I, I know the hundredth monkey thing is like an actual scientific, you know, documented effect that exists. And I have to think that some bodies somewhere are going to figure out what to do with this thing. And then the rest of the bodies are going to be like, oh, we can do that too. And, you know, this is documented again. It's a, it's a scientific principle. And so, I don't think they necessarily account for things like that. And I don't want to like Pollyanna the horror away. Uh, but I just also want to remember that these people aren't ironclad. They're not complete geniuses and they're not actually in control of nature or reality. They just really want us to think they are. So I have that hope that at least some of some of humanity will come through unscathed. But in the meantime, I mean, we are going to have this seemingly huge problem of the people's cog cognitive abilities failing perhaps faster and faster and more and more people dying from various things, as well as that whole generation of kids who were uh, basically turned into psychopaths by not seeing faces for years, you know, and we talk about the Unabomber being scarred by his six days or whatever in his little incubation place. Think about these kids who for years didn't see emotion expressed in any way and also were treated like you know the world is a terrifying place and everything is a danger and when you're a kid or an animal and your adult is acting like that like you're just in terror state all of the time it's traumatizing so these traumatized kids who have no empathy anymore because they weren't taught emotions they're going to come up in the world what's going to happen to them like this and that's terrifying in a physical component of that too when you're in that terror state is the cortisol that that permanently destroys your changes your brain mm -hmm. so it's like you 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 physically are never it, it's not so much i mean you, socially you don't have the ability for you know love or whatever but but even physically too because it screws you up at such an early age by putting you in this state of terror like you you better believe that these maniacs we're, we're testing, we're sending certain batches to certain places. With the amount of information they have on, on the general public that we know about and just think how, how much more detail it is that we don't even know about, you better believe that they, this was targeted to certain places. So I wouldn't be surprised if I, you know, if they weren't sending hot shots to places with high geriatric populations to thin it out for social security. So they don't have to pay it. Oh, out. oh my God, bro. I think that's exactly what they did in China. They have such an old population that they're like, dude, they, we can't, we can't take care of these because we don't have enough kids to take care of the old people. So zero COVID, starved people to death, all these weak elderly people gone. And I've had friends of mine suggest that they that they gave batches, uh, certain batches to pro athletes so nothing happened to them. And that this kid who fell, he was actually just drafted into the F in the NFL last year or two years ago. So he's at, he was came in after the they all got the batches. So that the they might, I mean, they, they might have gotten a different one. This kid just happened to get one of the everyday people shots and he saw the effects of it. Now, I want to be clear. I'm speculating. I, I don't have any sort of particular information to back up my claim. I'm just, but like sometimes you just need to think like a psycho to understand what they're doing. 
you know? So it's reasonable in a crazy way. Yeah. That if you, that you would have a, uh, you would test market this. They're, 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 they know what they're doing. This is a plan. They've partnered with the pharmaceutical. They are trying to fucking murder half the population somehow. So you don't think that they're like hyper-focused into putting it into specific communities, targeting elder, certain populations. Fuck, maybe even with the mRNA technology, certain genomes. Yeah. yeah. We don't Ra- even. Race specific <laughs> drugs or. <laughs> kill shots? calling it a a live fire exercise since lockdown got initiated because right. that's what it looked like to me. Right. Right. So uh, like, excuse my tinfoil hat, all credit and nod to Sammy, of course. Yeah, but, respect. respect. You know, it's like, stop making me want to question this shit then. Cause it all looks really, you've got like, if this were a whodunit, You've got like motive and opportunity, and it's all on the government and big pharma. Listen, well, and you've got means. I, and means conspiracy yeah. theorist means pattern analyst. That's it. Wasn't there a well, site that was uh, tracking the batches and the reports of people what they were experiencing from each batch that they were given, and it did seem to show that each batch might have had like a a different composition and a different set of effects. On people in general. I mean, these guys are so evil. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, they're psychopaths. They make deals with dark entities, the fallen angels. That's my humble opinion. And they're doing this. And like, I, I get in arguments with my friend Brian Gallon all the time, but show me where they isolated it. I had a guy who's like fully into that. The vaccine is causing all these injuries. He's like, oh, they isolated COVID like in 83. I'm like, where? They told you they did that. But, like, where? I mean, like, they've never ever, correct me if I'm wrong, they've never proven that HIV causes AIDS because they never isolated HIV. They just haven't. And I'm talking, I sound like a crazy person, but I'm like, show me the data. We had a, we had a virologist on here. I asked him, where where did they isolate COVID? Dance around like a broken robot. I mean, I'm just telling you. Like, ask them how, too, because when they say that they have, what they mean is they're like, well, yeah, we mixed it with, like, kidney and brain cells and then spun it for a while and then fed it to a cat who shit it out. And then we smeared that on an orange and cut that up. And there it was. And you're like, well, how was that in any way helpful? How's, like, that, how's that show me that causes all these things you're telling me it causes? Right. Well, we made a computer model. Right. That's what they actually mean. We did some math and then we also like used previous data and science, which was already bunk as fuck. And then we determined this thing. Okay. Autoimmune <laughs> deficiency. I mean, that they straight like up said really, like we drew a picture. On. What's that? They straight up said we drew a picture of what we think the virus looks like. <laughs> Here you go. That counts, right? It counts. We all agreed it looked super cool back at the office. It, it it's bitching. Here you go. It's yeah. And the medical community is. I like, dude. Listen to me. I don't think these people are bad people. I think that they are trained to think a certain way, and this fit in to how they were trained to think, and therefore they felt comfortable with saying this is going on. And they still don't want. I mean, so much of this is like, if I admit to this, I am. Fucked in my B, bro. I cannot 
admit this is happening. And it's just like, hey, man, I, I asked this to Brian Callen the other day. You know, all this stuff's coming out. How did a, a multi-layered dick joke comic who struggled with drugs and alcohol get this all right? And these newspapers with their millions and billionaires owning them got it all wrong. Unless it was done on purpose because everybody has money involved in every aspect. You don't think like the NFL is like, oh, yeah, we're going to pay Hamlin his money for the whole year. How nice are we? Oh, yeah. You don't think box sports that runs nothing but vaccine ads and booster ads on their radio shows day in and day out every day all the time isn't going to do what they're told by the people buying the ad space to say it was this hit and it's everywhere you don't think that the all the nfl owners all are doing business with blackrock which owns a giant part of of pfizer that if Pfizer goes down, BlackRock goes down, and then then all their businesses go down too? Do you think it's really about TV and selling tickets? No, this is about survival because they're all interconnected. That's what they do. That way, you know, if hey, if I go down, you all go down. So they all have to they have to play this game, which is like everybody celebrate him, do some weird like kneel down where like Russell Wilson and the other quarterback make out at the 50-yard line to show them how much they love. And it's just like it's all presentation. And and Skip Bayless, who is a bag of dicks, was completely correct when he goes, why aren't they playing the game? Why aren't they playing the game? We've seen like people be paralyzed play the game. Oh, because something really bad happened. And they went into panic mode. Hmm. And those those players saw something they'd never seen before. That was nothing that they understood. Which was like, you could do a simple hit and die on the field. They look genuinely terrified and sad. And I, I know, I understand. It's just my like very subjective experience. But I said this the other day when I saw you know, Sandy Hook footage, like, I didn't cry. It didn't seem real to me. It didn't touch my heart. When I saw the uh, Boston bombing, like, I didn't cry because it didn't seem real to me and it didn't touch my heart. When I saw that and I saw everyone on the field, like, really genuinely upset, like, it made me tear up and cry because that was real emotion coming from them and they're actually reacting to this in that much, of you know, from their hearts. So the, I know it's not really evidence. It's just my evidence that that this actually disturbed them deeply, and they're not in on some sort of, you know, ritual joke or whatever hiding reality thing. They're they're actually scared of what just happened to their friend and their teammate. Uh, in my, what opinion. do you think of the thirty three thing? Like, I can't dismiss it, but I can't. I can't. Like when 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 the two Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have taken their ESPN ease flipped them over, and now it says 33. Then the player saying up is 33. Then they're like, oh, it took nine minutes to rest it, you know, to give him CPR. Three times three is nine. I mean, like, you just have these crazy numbers that just keep – what do you think of that? Well, 33s we a- all over the hospital picture that doesn't have anything connected to it, too. Everybody's got a shirt with the heart hands and a number three on it. And then in the middle, DeMar Hamlin has a three on his hat and a three on his chest. 
And then if you go side to side, there's uh, there's two sets of thirty three. Like it, I don't. It could be. It could be that like the people on the field in general are not in on anything, and there is also an operation happening at the same time. I mean, and the guy had- wearing na- number thirty three who's standing is named Neil, and everybody else is <laughs> kneeling, and he's standing wearing number thirty three. Like I, okay, if it's not if it's not cosmic, at least it's the comedy gods are smiling on right. us, you know, or if it's not malevolent, at least the comedy gods are smiling on us because this is just too much. It's way too much. Well, we had heart attack guns before COVID. So, I mean, they could definitely just be like, zap, you're down now. <laughs> and But I'm open-minded to that. But what is the purpose of that? Let's just say there's a game being played and I'm not saying it's not. So I'm just asking if we, collectively of our big part of this truth community and we've seen these these um these psyops before what do they gain from this more anxiety you could you could you could set a trap for anti-vaxxers to come flooding in claiming that it's anti-vax and then boom, he recovers and discredits that movement and remember like uh, some last time i was on pro shit <laughs> yeah you know and I mean? it's psychopathy too right that you're like haha i'm laughing at you like you know that i set this up and pulled yeah. this off but no one else is ever going to know you can talk about it all you want and no one's going to care you can talk about the vax killing people and this is going to be the time i trap you with it it's like the last time I was on your show, Sam, we were talking about this, like they want to laugh at you and they also want to prove to you that you can see everything they're doing in clarity and still do nothing about it. You're still powerless, they think. Uh, and they love that shit. Why do you think they're putting these ads all over their shit for uh, AIDS medication? They they know we know what they're saying. They're like, yeah, we just gave everyone AIDS and here's your commercial, bitch. <laughs> right. And, and what are we going to do about it? No one cares. Now, Char- Charlie might be able to correct me on this if I'm wrong, but like for like the Cold War and Cold War spies, um, like there would be ads placed in newspapers and certain deep cover spies, whether KGB or CIA, would be able to read those newspapers and get their their next mission or an indicator, some kind of heads up that was disguised in the public that they knew what to look for. And so for the the 33 thing, that might be something similar, not not to do with spies, but just an overt public communication saying, "Okay, thirty three. This is part of the operation, and it's going." And they know what phase that they're in because they're seeing a certain number of them in a sequence. Uh, it sounds pretty crazy, but not in the in the world we live in anymore. I guess. I mean, it could be cosmic. You know, it could just be that many numbers in sequence. This is the total simulation, and so it is just playing playing out. You basically roll the dice that many times, and you're going to get those numbers in a certain sequence, and you kind of play the odds, and it's working out that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his sure. number is three. There are going to be thirty threes in the world that sure. mean nothing at all. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're. They definitely signal to each other, and that's the same as we were saying with Jimmy Fallon and with the New World Order that you have to stick in your speech somehow, as though it's a normal thing to say. I People love Lindsay. Love to they didn't want to do the full eye thing because someone will cut that off and be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, here's Lindsay doing the eye thing. I, I told it. you she's controlled opposition. <laughs> I actually had a picture of my hair kind of covering one eye once and people were like, oh, I see who you really are. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What if you just had like Ricky Bobby syndrome and you didn't know what to do with your hands and then one (laughs) just sort of, you know, you got nervous. I just do this when I'm nervous. (laughs) Terrible. 
I uh, I went over the top of a scooter and I banged my eye and I had a black eye. Oh, and thank God oh, was on this side, not the other side. Because <laughs> if the other side, I would have been done. I would be in every one of those montages of the Black Eye Club. I was like, <laughs> thank God it was on the wrong side. Man, I got saved a whole bunch of shit. I'm like, left side, dumbass. Oh, okay, well, just so you know. You did it in a mirror to be part of the team. You just did it on the wrong side. Oh, you don't suck. I'm tr you're trying to sell your soul and you just keep <laughs> fucking it up. Yeah. Damn it. Walking around wearing red shoes with black eyes on you. I smell uh, a script, Sam. So, so uh, Midnight, I want to get into this is kind of your territory. Do you feel like Project Blue Beam is in full effect right now? Like, all I see are, what is up with this video? What is that in the sky? I can't believe it. And everyone's like, CGI. I'm like, that's fine. But there seems like a whole bunch of sightings now. Like, it is a UFO bukkake out there. Just nothing but unidentified ships just everywhere all the time. It certainly seems like there is a, a plan in place. And the, the year, according to ex-CIA guy um, you know, John Ramirez, he's been making the rounds on a lot of UFO shows, is that the year is 2026, 2027. That, uh, according to Luis Elizondo, when the release was put out there in late, what, 2017 with the New York Times, that started the 10-year cycle of disclosure. And during that time, uh, we're about halfway through, uh, get prepared. So, a couple, like last year, Luis Elizondo said, just get a hobby for the next four or five years, and then it's all going to be released in 2026, 2027. And uh, be prepared for that time. Now, Project Bluebeam, I, I would expect them to be pushing it harder now if, they, if it really was like Project Bluebeam, meaning that they want to have some sort of false flag alien invasion. It seems like they're, they're not really full bore with it at this point. I would suspect we'd see a lot more clear, verified stuff and that the DOD is really dragging its feet at this point in time. I think they want to wrap up this COVID thing before they jump into aliens, but it's tough to do. I mean, they're on a tight time schedule here. It seems like they really got to get to Agenda 2030 in the W World Economic Forum, and they have their goals. And then there's the Project Bluebeam alien disclosure goals so we can have Space Force and new space taxes to battle space aliens. Um, I'm not convinced that it's an actual Project Bluebeam scenario right now. I don't think they pulled that trigger yet. I still think they're trying Did to gauge public that response. The WHO officially declared an end to the COVID-19 pandemic today. Oh, really? They did. Hey. Well, Biden, hey, Biden declared it a long time ago. <laughs> That's got to mean something legally, though. Yeah. Right. The what pandemic is, is over. It's Biden right there. He said it was over. The pandemic is, is, is over. Wasn't the emergency use authorization or no, it's the experiment itself. The, the data gathering or the experiment on the public is over on, at the end of January, right? I hope. I mean, like, end it all. That's the official date that they gave us of the, of the testing of this experimental medication. Why I remember seeing something too where Israel was about to start phasing out all of their. We did a story on the show a week or two ago where Israel is going to start uh, eliminating their uh, all of their emergency measures, and 
everything that they had put in place for COVID. Um, Charlie, mm-hmm. oh, you looked like oh, you looked like you had something there. No, I'm just okay. well, I'm just thinking what I I get suspicious about when when governments give up power. What's the play here? Well, they're moving right into something else, and they've talked about climate lockdowns. The um, what else do we have? We've got well, I mean, there's that turbo cancer that's going around. You got to look yep. into that. There's probably going to be a lot of money in treating the turbo cancer. Um, God damn, what a there's sick a whole industry for, living. I, yeah, there's a whole industry for the side effects now. A whole industry. Now, if Sam wants to get really wacky here, because he asked me about Project Bluebeam, what if the COVID-19 pandemic agenda and lockdown is this kind of a requirement before you get to the next stage of like UFO integration and disclosure? Like all this is required. Like what the World Economic Forum wants for us is a requirement that was told that they had to do and placed upon the human race in order for them to get the the goods for like contact actual real technology from off world entities or interdimensional entities like they so you, if you want to have access to the higher level stuff get your human population under lockdown get your environment under control do x y and z then once you reach those goals in 2026 we'll come around and then you'll be the rulers of this new domain of 500 million people that are easily controlled, tracked, and traced, and you have them on a limited lifespan at your control. Um, it makes sense that if you were going to get like a head of cattle or whatever, you would want them shipped first. Yeah, you you want it. You want everyone in place before you make contact. You want you want like like I, I found that clip, uh, Sam. If you want to hear, this is the ex CIA oh. guy talking about uh, 2027 and. Uh, now, whether you want to believe an ex-CIA guy about this stuff, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But this is what uh, John Ramirez said about uh, UFO disclosure and what's coming in the next few years. Uh, we're, we're kind of preparing the, the U.S. population, at least, and uh, by extension, the world population into that reality that there is something, there is a presence here and that we need to explain this presence because if they show up and we continue to do what we did before in previous decades and they show up, there will be mass panic. But if you understand that you know, these are real and we have five years from 2022, well, maybe now four years, uh, if they come in 2027 uh, to, to, for, for the US government to prepare the people about what is up there. And in many ways, I think uh, the word got out uh, within the government that they're showing up in 2027 and uh we better be prepared and and if not there's going to be a lot of explaining to do um and so i think that dialogue has happened within uh inside the government in certain areas inside the government that we need to prepare and that's why in 2017 uh that set a clock of 10 years and why lou elizondo uh earlier in this year said you know just find a hobby for five years and, uh, you know, it'll all be out in five years. And he said that this year. So that was 2027. Huh. And I would say I've heard 2027 in a kind of an official capacity that I can't reveal. So I think um, I, I would say that people in the government are aware of something happening and that there's limited time uh, 
a few more years to prepare the people. And that's what's ramping up uh, this acceleration uh, from the previous seven decades of not even acknowledging it to now we, we are acknowledging it at a faster and faster pace. That's what I had to say. So whether or not we're experiencing the lockdowns, that's, that's part of it. I mean, who knows? Let's get it over with. Yeah, Hang exactly. Our alien overlords. Exactly. I'm tired of these shitheads if, in Washington, D.C. that was D. really the goal, <laughs> and I'm not saying it's not, but wouldn't they just come out and say something? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a, hey, man, aliens are coming. We got to, like, really get this going. I guess, I mean, I if I had to, like, if defend them for whatever reason, thanks for making me defend them. Uh <laughs> Uh, they want to keep the economy mostly in place and they want a slow decline of the economy and not a rapid deceleration so they can continue the resources in the supply chains for them to get ready. And, you know, here's like the uh, Bezos has his, his bunker what like that on the ass end of the Rocky Mountains. And then Peter Thiel tried to get one uh, in uh, New Zealand, but they denied his uh, his his uh, request to get a bunker in uh, New Zealand. So they're all like digging in deep. All the, all the Richie riches are trying to dig in, dig in deep right now. Uh, and so I guess once the final person can dig in deep and then they'll pull the plug. Hmm. Well, and I you have to fake the invasion because you yeah. can't just come out and tell people you can't so, just say, Hey, huh? The, I, I, are you familiar with the company called magic leap? You ever yes. see a video about 10 years ago of that humpback whale that jumps out of the floor of a basketball yeah. court and splashes the crowd? That, comp that's, that video was from, I think, 2010. That company, Magic Leap, they're partners with the World Economic Forum, just for what that's worth. Okay, mm -hmm. They can make it look like they're spaceships. I guarantee yeah. you. That was a dozen years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, people, if you just come out and say, hey, look, there's aliens and they're coming and we've got three years to get ready, people are going to go, right. <laughs> it, it would probably, it's, I'm sorry, Steve, go ahead. No, I was say, you, you blow up a town or three and you Seriously? got a bunch of, you got a bunch of, uh, you know, drone art in the sky or whatever. A lot of God. They might try that. But it, it, right now, I think they're going to say, take a, put a chip under your skin for uh, flu and virus detection. And then if that doesn't work, say, put a chip under your skin because we need to know if you're a human or not. Oh, and that's, that's, a, that's, the, that's the hard sell for the chip. I just think it's, I just, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised any of this is happening. I don't even know. Uh, it just, it, 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 this isn't even that crazy to me. How do you think it's that crazy? It's just another Monday. <laughs> you know, I just I'm know like, there's not any situation that exists in which I would chip myself willingly. So you could bring on the fucking aliens yeah, or anything I'm else. Like, nah. I'll, I'd rather get probed in the butt by aliens. <laughs> so, I'm talking about people from Nicaragua, okay, than freaking get chipped. You'll know when Project Bluebeam really kicks off when every news agency covers it as much as they covered like the pandemic and all that 100%. kind of stuff. When they all get on the same wavelength, right now it's just, it's still sporadic. Occasionally you get a story like on Fox and here or there. It's really not gained any sort of trending momentum. I mean, there's there's a lot of stories on Twitter and UFO Twitter, 
um, but it hasn't get, gotten that mainstream momentum. Once you see that, then you know shit's going to go down. Yeah. yeah. But there's also TTSA, you know, that deep CIA agency, you know, with a 90 years of CIA experience on their board. It's like they're the ones talking about all this stuff too. So it's like, excuse me if I just don't believe, like exactly. I, I just sort of recognize that as a, as a, obvious psyop and my my question is all right what what are they what's their game what's their play here what are they trying to do because they're clearly full of shit because they're the cia but so what's what's their angle here get us all scared still another invisible enemy like first terrorists and then covid and now space aliens that we can't see like what the fuck are we doing here yeah it's crazy guys i gotta jump Love you guys. Another great union of the unwanted. This is one of the best shows on the planet. And uh, I appreciate you guys doing it. Hopefully we'll have Ricky back next time and uh, yeah. we'll be able to go deep. Love you guys. Thanks for Let's doing this. Let's wrap show. it up because uh, I know Mike's got a early morning. Yes, so, uh, Lindsay, where can people find you? Rogueways.org is the place to go for all things. I've got books that I have written that I would love to send to you with an inscription and all sorts of things in the shop, events that I do. My show, Rogueways, is on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays right here on Rockfin uh, and many other places live at 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and that's good. Steve does AM Wake Up and Slow News Day. And we've been doing some waking up, haven't we? We indeed have, and it's been a blast. And uh, and Mike has been kind enough to roll through frequently. If you're not doing anything this Friday, Mike, you're welcome to come on by. Um, we've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, open invite, really, to all of you guys. Just hit me up if we're live and you got some time and some some shit you want to talk. Let's you know, it's what we're here for. Um, all you find that on Rockfin and Rumble AM Wake Up. And then all of the social media is at Slow Newsday Show. I also do a show uh, now every Sunday afternoon with my friend Sugar in North Vegas, uh, where we wild out on like just life and relationship stuff and why people can't talk to each other anymore and how they maybe could. So that's really cool. It's on the Slow Newsday Rock fan. I'm about to be everywhere. Um, and yeah. Thanks, as always, for uh, uh, allowing me to hang out on the, the best ensemble podcast in the multiverse. I love it. We love it. Sammy, where are all your shows? SamTribbly.com. If you want to see the Mr. Bean of Instagram, <laughs> check out my Instagram. My wacky faces are just eliciting a ton of responses. My response videos are getting responses. And then um, Rockfin for all my premium content, plus my uh, cash daddies on Patreon. Just go to samtribbly.com. It's all there. Midnight Mike, OBDM. OBDMPod.com, ArbicDemout.com. Uh, Wednesdays live, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Saturdays, uh, noon. And, yeah, all the links are on the website. We'll be talking about uh, military abductions and ley lines coming up uh, in January. So check it out. Nice. Macroaggressions. Check it out wherever podcasts are served and in video format on Rockfin, Odyssey, Band.video, Vigilante.tv, and Fringe FM. Um, Pervoy Morchich is on. I'll be talking about Aspen Institute later this week. Thanks, everybody. 
Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Great job.